Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my cartoon compatriot, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And still Halloween season, guys. Still spooky time. So we're looking back at another ghost-themed show, The Ghost with the Most, this week. We are looking back at Beetlejuice, the animated series. Yeah, now, before we get into it, I just want to know why you're not doing your spooky voice this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, the spooky voice worked fine for Haunted Mansion. I, I mean, I say worked fine. I didn't do the best ghost host, but I could do an, approx- I could do an approximation of a ghost host. Beetlejuice, I don't, th- I don't think I can pull off Beetlejuice. I've never tried, but I don't think no. I can I mean, the, this, this, I kind of like liking the Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice voice too. There's, there's two sort of cartoons I liken it to. One is like a slowed down Taz. And yes, I get the, that. I can see and that. the other one is um, the one from Police Academy used to make all the um, like that really raspy, nasally voice that kind of just went off and went high pitched every now and again. It reminds me a bit of that as well. But um, there was a, a cartoon of that as well, which he was in, but it, it was more exaggerated. And it yeah, kind of yeah. reminds me of that sort of you know, the, the the speaking part of it, not the sort of the shrieky high pitch. Definitely, like like it's down there in the back of the throat, and it's like, down there. It's yeah, like, yeah, somewhat. No, see, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. It's because I've got to approximate an accent as well. Yeah, and whilst I might be able, to, I might be able to get down to the voice. What I can't do is the fucking accent because I <laughs> suck at accents. But like, yes, yeah, down there is like it's showtime. It's it's somewhere down there. That's not bad. That's not uh, bad, but you won't keep that going. No, I won't be able to keep that going because it would fucking kill my throat. Plus, I was way down there and not projecting, so it wasn't. It's showtime. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, no, I can't. I'm giving up. I'm giving up. <laughs> it's officially the voice is gone. So already we've established that the voice talent in this show way better than me. So, there well, are... you know, when that's what you do for a living, you kind of expect that. I mean, to be fair, like what it, it's one of the main things I was going to talk about anyway. I associate the voice of Beetlejuice in this cartoon more with Beetlejuice than I associate Michael Keaton with Beetlejuice, if that makes sense. Because he's yeah. kind of doing an approximation of Keaton's Beetlejuice. Because, of course, like, don't get me wrong, Beetlejuice is Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. It, when I hear Beetlejuice's voice in my head, I hear the voice from the cartoon, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Um, I, I, I picture also... Michael Keaton, but I hear the voice from the cartoon. Yeah, and like the. the... The impersonation in the cartoon isn't bad. I think that's the I thing think to remember. I think it's really good. It's, that's it's, it's quite close. And because there was so much more of the cartoon than there was, oh, there was only the one film. Yeah. But I mean, I hadn't realized there were like, oh, let's see, 78. Is that fucking pushing 90 episodes? Wow, really? Yeah. I mean, I know I know the cartoon, was, the cartoon was pretty big. I know that, but I remember it being a big thing. Yeah. Um, which is weird. This is a weird show. Let's just get that out there. This show is well, I saw this fucking one. weird. Uh, probably both. Um, I mean, when we we did Rent a Ghost last on SMPD, and we said that was odd. Yes. But this is this is odd in an entirely different way. This show yeah. is fucking weird. Like, which it suits it perfectly. I love how off the fucking wall it is. It's completely off kilter. Yes. Um, and it kind of it just doesn't know. I don't think this show even knows what it is. I no. like I. I because Beetlejuice as a film, like, is, I think it's a 15 rated film. It's probably yeah. a 12 now, but I certainly remember it being a 15 when it came out. I watched it a fuck ton as a kid. Yeah, just no, like I'm, everybody I else. I was in quite surprised did. by that, actually, because, I mean, my, my parents were quite strict with the old film ratings and shit, but I'd seen this. By the time this, sh- the, this cartoon came out, I'd seen the film. See, so, you now this is the thing. And like, I'd have because, been certainly less than eight. I think because it was a comedy, I think you, you always had, I think, a certain amount more leeway with comedies. 
and, yeah. and romantic comedies and things than you did with say horror films or, or action films so, you know my parents were pretty good with this sort of stuff anyway like dad especially would be like hey look i've got robocop and here's total recall and like <laughs> so i was pretty fucking lucky you know um but definitely things like things like beetlejuice would have just flown completely under the radar they'd just be like oh it's a comedy so it was fine um, yeah, that despite was kind the fact of with it's us as well. pretty fucked up. It's really um, fucking dark. I mean, I watched it. Uh, I watched the film probably about six months ago. Mm-hmm. I can't remember why. I just happened. Uh, I, I can't. You don't need a reason. Video. It's a fucking great film. But it's... it is like normally it's the sort of thing you keep for this time of year. Um, and I can't remember if it was on TV or if I I saw it when I was flicking through streaming and I was like, oh fuck, I watched that. Um, but yeah, I I, I put it on. I said, like, oh yeah, this is actually no, I haven't seen it for years. But then I remember back, and I remember watching this. We used to occasionally stay with um, grandparents or aunts and uncles when my parents would go out and stuff. And I remember watching this with um, with my cousin. Um, and I'd have been, yeah, fucking really young at this point. And it's the sort of thing that normally my parents would be like, no, if, for a film that was rated that, no, but it was rated 15, they were like, no, you're too young for that, you can't have it. And it, they didn't bat an eyelid. When we said we'd, we'd watched it, it was like, Oh, okay, and that was it, um, which I was quite surprised. Quite surprised thinking back on it, but yeah, I mean, it was. You know, it's one of those I'll, I'll remember from when I was kid. With that and stuff like Police Academy, you know, and like, you know, I know they weren't. You no, know, they weren't particularly uh, adults, but you no, know, they were. Again, they were all twelve rated. I mean, there's a fair amount of smut in Police Academy. Like... Yeah, there, there, there is. But it, 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 as you said, I think there may have been just a little bit of leeway because they were comedies. And because there was no, there, there was no gratuitous action. There's no gratuitous violence. There was no sex or very little sex. Um, no, there was a lot of double entendres. You, you know, had some tits in it, but that was about it. I mean, there was plenty of tits in Police Academy. At well, least I think there was. I haven't seen a Police Academy film for years, but in my head, I seem to think there might have been tits in them. But I could be there wrong. Were, there were tits in everyone, but not massively. Like, we're not talking Game of Thrones level tits. Yeah, that's no. the thing. I mean, that is that is my barometer for for boobage now. Is like, <laughs> yeah, where well, does it, where does it fall on the Game of Thrones? Scale? Well, there's nothing like... compares. Like, no, there there's, there are hardcore orgies on DVD that don't don't compare any number of tits they have in them. I mean, 365 days, maybe, but <laughs> actually, no. No, I reckon no, 365 less, to be days has got less tits than Game of Thrones. Well, yeah, I reckon, have Alfie Allen for a start. I, I reckon, yeah, I reckon it might even be less offensive. Um, <laughs> Quite possibly. Um, yeah. I was on Facebook the other day, and there are some um, some friends of like you no know, kids at school with uh, with with uh, with Justin Jake, and the so the the mums were talking about this 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 film on Facebook. I was like. Yeah, just send them the link to the podcast and let them just go fucking nuts. Because <laughs> they were they were really into it. They were like posting pictures of the bloke, and I was like, oh fucking hell, let's just ruin it for them. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a three six five days podcast, but if oh, you want to, if you want to hear us talk about three hundred sixty five days, uh, why wouldn't yeah, you? Podcast Yeah, it's over there on our on our sister show, Better Than Marriage. But no, this is this is about Beetlejuice, and yeah, Sorry, I, what, but... I, what I, yeah, totally off topic already. Fucking great what are we like 10 minutes in way off topic well, um, no, we're 10 minutes into the recording we're three minutes into the show all right okay yeah i i fucked up the intro to start with so <laughs> yeah i'm all over the shop i'm still not if anybody's been listening for the last couple of weeks you'll know i'm fucking pretty tired at the moment and i'm still not recovering so this could go fucking anywhere tonight um what i was saying was it was like yeah like so it just was a show that a lot of kids watch but there's still something about this cartoon that yeah it feels like there are points where it feels like it's definitely aimed towards a younger audience. Yeah. And there are points where the gags are going to go way over children's head. Like it kind of plays to all levels, but it, yeah. it doesn't do it in a kind of, 
in the kind of continuous manner that say something like even Ren and Stimpy, which is pretty fucking nuts. It has a continuous tone. And actually, yeah. I think Ren and Stimpy is one of the closest comparisons you can draw for this show. Um, that and Real Monsters and definitely the, the Nicktoons kind of over. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just in terms of its its feel and, it, and its anarchy. Um, but those all had a very definite tone and you kind of knew where you were with it and you knew if it was for you. I've watched quite a few of these over the last week or so and they are very inconsistent some yeah. are absolutely fucking brilliant some are absolute dog shit yeah. um I mean, i've it's... watched three or four I, I didn't get a chance to watch many um and i th- I, I, w- I couldn't pick a particular style or particular tone from you no know, from those four no it's all over the shop and i think a big part of that is um it it spends a great deal of time uh just just dicking around with beetlejuice as a character like it's it's all yeah. about beetlejuice just being beetlejuice which fucking love Beetlejuice as a character love love the film as we said like I'm, I'm all kinds of up for whatever sequel they finally do whether it's Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii or whatever the fuck they're going to do when they eventually get around to it I'm all kinds of up to it but there's just something about some of these episodes are so fucking thinly plotted and the show itself yeah. isn't about anything it is literally about nothing other than the relationship between Beetlejuice and Lydia yeah um which which would be fine then if every episode was about them kind of coming together and and learning to be around each other and stuff like that and their friendship mm. but it's kind of not it's just about those two dicking around yeah and um, um, i mean i've i put i pulled um i said i pulled a couple of episodes offline um and yeah so no there's there's some where you know it's it's kind of like they're in a relationship and then others where they're friends and others where they barely fucking tolerate each other yeah it's, and it's, it's like, all over hang the on a minute what, what i mean there's one the one i think it's the third episode um one of the because they're in two parts in the episodes and the segments and some of them and it's got out of my mind and they they have they have a fight where he pulls he's always pulling pranks so this is nothing new even even by episode three right so this is nothing new we know he pulls pranks on everybody all the time but he pulls a prank and she gets pissed off with him. And say, like, hang on, this is what he's been doing for the last fucking three episodes. Yeah, nothing has changed. Yeah, um, but all of a sudden, she, you know, she's mad. Um, and oh, so I was reading, reading the um, description of it. Um, oh, and on the Wikipedia page, he's referred to as BJ, which is just fucking wrong. There, I said about some of the jokes. I mean, there's BJ's Roadhouse. Yeah. There's, I mean, they know what they're doing there. Yeah. Um, in, 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 the, in the context of the show, it's fine. It didn't bother me. But seeing it written on screen, it just makes me laugh. Um, yeah. But yeah, so in the, in the section, um, out of my mind, um, BJ and Lydia have a fight after Beetlejuice gets her in trouble for pulling a prank on her parents. Every other fucking episode before that has had the same setup. So what's yeah, the problem? There is a lot of pranking and lying and things to the parents. And there's a lot of uh, it's it tends to be either that or the other kids at school. Um, look, fine. If that's what it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. Like Bill and Ted, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. That was the same premise all the time. They got in trouble at school. They had the time travel to sort it out. But the problem is there is no real there's no gain. There's no progression. Yeah. And I look, I know this is an animated show and it's it's meant for kids or, well, maybe it's meant for kids. Maybe it's not. We don't really know. But there still needs to be a hook. And I feel like there's no hook. It's just that the hook is, hey, kids, here's Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, and, and in and fact, even it, and... the start of the show is, and now it's time for Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, that, but I mean, that kind of fits in. I mean, if you think of the, the ways introduced in the film, whereby, you know, there's, um, you know, you've got the, um, 
the the newspaper ad, and then you've got the um, you know, the in the model house. He's you know, news, 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 and is is naming flashing lights and all the rest of it. That kind of fits. The problem I have with it generally is that, and it came in the very first bit of the very first episode, where he's walking along. He doesn't quite look right at the stage. I don't know what it is. There's his, his shape seems a little bit off, and it might it might have been his the render. Shape, no, his shape is definitely off. It, it just seems like a bit squat and a bit podgier than he should be. Yeah, well, um, yeah, he's got the he's got a very pronounced beer gut, yeah. um, which um, you know the, the character in the film has a bit of a, a bit of a, a podge lot, as well. Yeah, but, but it's but not very that exact, but, but even the like even the face was more rounded. Like Michael Keaton's yeah. got a very a very you know, angular face. Yeah, um, and the, this no, this was a lot more rounded. Um, but yeah, and like straight away he's you know he, he's in at the fourth wall, and I was like, hang on a minute, what what's going on? What's what's fucking no? And yeah. I, it was it was just like. The whole, it's a, the whole thing. It's it's a watered down version of the character, and obviously they had to do that to make it to make it kid appropriate and to, and to get it no to get it made in the first place. And they did it with you know, they did it with lots of shows um, around about this time. Um, like they did they did um, the same thing with the mask in about ninety five. Um, so and they had they did they, they made the stories more kid friendly. They tried to make the character more relate, relatable, slightly less anarchic, but still fucking chaotic. Um, and it, yeah, it just, it's just one of those that it, take, it took me a bit of time to get into it. And it may be because I watched Beetlejuice relatively recently, but it was just took me a bit of time to get into it. I was like, hang on, what what's this? This isn't what I necessarily need it to be. Yeah, there's and something it, tonally off, isn't there? Yeah, and it, I, I mean, I, I didn't watch much. I mean, I've only watched, I say, I say probably three or four episodes. Um, I I had a, a grand total of 12 minutes sleep last night. So I was up, about, I was up before one o'clock. And nice. so that's what I did all morning until I had to, I had to get ready for work. Um, so I, I, I was watching stuff. I was, I was watching um, Game of Thrones for tomorrow, for Wednesday and shit like that. So I was, I was, no, I was keeping myself busy. But I was, I was watching it going, I can't sit through much more of this in one sitting. A, because I'm freaking knackered and it's going to fry in my brain. But B, because, as you said, tonally, it just doesn't... There's something wrong with it. I can't put my finger on what it is. Yeah, me either. I, I think... Part of it is, is you're right that the character has to be watered down to an extent because as much as we watched it as children, Beetlejuice as a character is wholly inappropriate for oh, children. That God, is the yes. whole point. Yeah. Um, and so I think the character loses something in that translation. And what they do instead is just make him more disgusting. Yeah. So so less less kind of perverse, which I mean he is perverse in yeah. the film that is probably the best word for him and not perverse in a peeping tom kind of way just kind of lascivious yes um whereas here it's more about and, and this is why i compared to like ren and stimpy and real monsters it's more about snot and farts and yeah. slime and ooze and it, and look i get it kids love that kind of stuff but that just makes it feel slightly off and it's also that you know even even in the film Beetlejuice has a purpose, okay? Beetlejuice yeah. is, is a is an exorcist. He exercises. He's a ghost exorcist. He exercises humans essentially. He scares them off. That's his job. Yeah. Um, why not translate that over? Why not make it about Beetlejuice having to scare different humans every week? It worked for Real Monsters. Yeah, kind of is the premise of Rent a Ghost, as we as we yeah. touched on when we did Rent a Ghost. The premise of Rent a Ghost and the premise of actual Beetlejuice, the film, very very similar. Oh, yeah. So there's no reason that kind of character. You can still have Lydia involved. You yeah. know, she, just because she's a human, it doesn't mean you know that you can't have her involved in that. Although, you know, I, is there really a need for Lydia? Full stop. I mean, well, yeah, I think that her, you have her her family. I mean, it's. It's again. It's clearly a watered down version of Lydia from the film, 
and the parents have been complete have been redesigned from the ground up mm. which is again it's um, they they reminded me of um uh well certainly the mother reminded me of peg in uh, gutru yeah i can see that um just yeah. very enthusiastic very energetic very bright very vibrant very bubbly um the father not so much um but yeah it was just one of those who's like well i don't necessarily see the point because all they're gonna you can see that they can they would potentially be foil for some of the pranks which then go wrong and then they cause conflict between beetlejuice and the human world i get that but surely they've been better off exploring the um exploring the netherworld well now, yeah i mean they they do a fair bit of that no they have no they have episodes with him falling out with his neighbors they have episodes where he winds up in front of judgmental all the time you know so they have all this stuff then they, they, they spend time building this world but then they don't use it see that's the thing like the neither world itself as well i'm i'm happy with as a, as a place and they, there are some great characters i think Jacques is a great character you know you got the monster next door i think that's a great character as well you know there are there are some really good characters yeah they really are but but they don't flesh those like when you get characters like that why can't we hang stories on them why does yeah. it have to be about Beetlejuice and Lydia again? And why does it have to be just an excuse to set Beetlejuice up to, and this is the other thing, to just run off lines from the film, yeah. which he does all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, this isn't the film, so don't try and make it the film. Um, well, and this like is say, it. And, and like, if you think of all the stuff that came around this time, which was tied into films, you know, you had Ghostbusters, you had Turtles, you had this, you went on to have The Mask. But all these sorts of things, whereby, for what? No, yes, ha, no, have what? No, what would be called Easter eggs now? But have all these throwbacks, have all these, you no, know, all these, um, these links. But you know, just be aware of what you're making. And say, so, you know, in like Real Ghostbusters, for example, you didn't have them regurgitating lines from the film all the time. And no. with the exception of Slimer, and occasionally um, Stay Puffed would pop up, you didn't have the ghosts from the film. And even Slimer was drastically different. Yes, yeah, Slimer, Sl- Slimer him- was a house pet. But you know, by the time you got to Real and- Ghostbusters. And, you know, we, we say how, how weird the tone is in this, but if it's consistent and if this is a different Beetlejuice, then I think I'd respond better to it. I yeah. think as long as there's enough of the Beetlejuice that I know from the film, then well, that's I, it. I, mean, you I can would have respond char- better. Yeah, you can have the character. And, okay, yeah, so we've had to water it down a bit to make it kid-friendly. But you can still have the character without just reeling off lines of dialogue that were funny in the film because they were in context. Yes. Whereas and here, here they're, they're just trying to shoehorn them in. Yeah. Totally. Um, now, having said all of that, though, as I said, um, I I clearly watched a fucking shit ton of this, and this is, you know, not. And I don't mean now. Uh, I did watch a fair bit of it now, but I mean I watched it a shit ton as a kid. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And when I, it, when it was know, on, I was, I, yeah, I wasn't a young kid when this was on either. No, I mean so, in, it aired in the US from eighty nine to ninety one. I'm not sure what it, what it aired here. It was it was later than that here, I think um it yeah. was definitely it was early 90s anyway put it like that yeah. I'm, I'm kind of I, i'm definitely double digits i think when i'm watching this yeah uh, I mean, I, i'm i'm pushing that point um when when it's when it's on i mean uh, but yeah it's I, I i remember watching and i remember like the toys of the, the sandworms being fucking everywhere and like you know, there were there were pez heads of Beetlejuice, and you know, like they were they were i don't want to call them action figures because they weren't but they you know they were they were toys from the show I um, remember they being toys. I remember they being Beetlejuice toys. Um, I don't so much remember them as being from the show as being from the film, though. Because I, I know I definitely had one where he had, like, the carousel top hat and the arms came out. You squeezed his legs together yeah. and the arms came yeah. out. And there was a very similar Ghostbusters one to that as well. We squeezed the leg. It was a skeleton, the police uh, police yeah. motorbike rider. 
I mean, there was the same thing. Squeeze the legs and the arms popped out and the tongue popped out. Oh, there was a whole range of Ghostbusters toys, wasn't there? Where you could squeeze the legs together and their eyes would pop out and stalks as well. They were really cool. Um, But yeah, I definitely remember there being sort of Beetlejuice toys. Yeah. Um, I I thought they were from the show, but yeah, looking at the. They probably were. Looking at at the merch page, it looks like they're from the film. Um, And and this is where that. There were there were six PVC figures which came from Burger King kids meals. Um, Kenner, um, yeah, Kenner, who made the, the action figures for the, for the film, uh, began developing them. The project didn't come to fruition. Okay. So uh, the ones I remember must have been from the film, but they were they were toys. Uh, it's probably the 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 the, um, the big head things are probably what I remember from Burger King. Yeah. So, but there, there is this kind of weird blend, isn't there? Like, I I definitely feel like in some cases it makes a really good fist of adapting the film. And in other cases, it just loses the plot entirely. And again, it's that inconsistency. Like it's yeah. clearly, I mean, Burton gets an exec producer credit, but he's going to get that just because he's he licensed was, Beetlejuice he to him. He involved with the development though, I think. Oh, but Burton does that a lot though, doesn't he? It's, it's, Burton's thing is like, here's some drawings. Here's an idea. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is exactly the same well, thing. Yeah, we, call it, we call it Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, is it true. fuck? It's Henry Selleck's Nightmare Before Christmas. It's just that Tim Burton drew and wrote the fucking thing originally. Yeah. And then he took all of those designs and actually crafted them. And I'm taking nothing away from Burton for that. Like he's, he is the originator of that idea, hmm. but it's not a Tim Burton film. It's just got his name stamped on it. Yeah, uh, but and then again, this... no, I mean, even no, we're we're fuck, a long way removed from from this now, and we still see that everywhere. Yeah, well, you do. It's it, look, it's it's Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, just the same as it's fucking Walt Disney's Frozen. Yeah, like it's it's the same thing. His name's just on it because he's he's essentially the godfather of it. Yeah, yeah. Frozen is a Disney Studios thing. Disney's name is on it. Nightmare for Christmas yeah. is a Burton thing because Burton's name's on it. Having said that, I've got the original book. He wrote that, so yeah. there is you know there is an element of that there. But I feel like you can draw a comparison there with this cartoon in that it's Tim Burton's Beetlejuice. Yeah, but Tim Burton had very little to fucking do with it other than I made Beetlejuice. And to be honest, it it probably helped to sell it as well. It probably did, um, I, but you know, unquestionably, it is it is Burton esque. But the problem with that is that we already know what Burton esque looks like in animation because we've had Frankenweenie, and we've yeah. had well, not at this time we haven't had Frankenweenie, but we have it now. But we, yeah. you know, we have that. We have things like Nightmare Before Christmas, so we know what that can look like in animation. Yeah, and it's not watered down, and it ain't this. Um, whereas this is kind of takes some of the bits like it's got the sandworms it's got the color palette and things like yeah. that but then you know when and lydia's clearly a, a goth you know but after that it just kind but of she's kind of like a fucking no child goth she's like no she, i mean the, certainly the way she's drawn she looks like she's about five i mean she's she's wednesday adams isn't she that's she's not even wednesday adams at least wednesday adams are hot yeah okay um I, yeah i'll go with that um but she, that's that's essentially what the character is though isn't it it's just yeah. a morbid child um i mean yeah. she's she's clearly meant to be a teenager but as you say she's actually much much younger and they like, show that with her in school as well yeah and, and that's the thing like obviously at least you no know, at least in the film she looked her age yeah yeah whereas, whereas, whereas here, here i mean she's drawn i mean there's a cartoon uh that's done now um it's on cb it's called sarah and duck and the animation style for sarah is very similar and it's a little girl with a pet duck and she looks exactly just like the big eyes and the 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 the, the, the pallid uh, tone and the rest of it. It could be the same fucking drawing. Spent a lot of time thinking about the name for that one, didn't they? Yeah, it's 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 a show for three year olds. 
uh, still, it could be a bit more imaginative than Sarah and Duck. Yeah, but you know, the same people made the twirly woos, so you know. Why not Sarah Quack Quack? That's, that was that was the Welsh version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that? That was Will Quack Quack. Will Quack it? Quack. Yeah, Sarah yeah. Quack Quack must have been his sister or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's a very similar sort of drawing style. Like the, the 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 big eyes with the sort of the dark lines and the sort of the, the, the very pallid skin tone and stuff. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I when I put it on whatever day it was, I I put the first bit on and then to watch them all this morning that was the first thing that jumped to mind was oh fuck right okay this is sarah no she that's that's the animation from sarah and duck sarah and duck nicked it and they didn't by any by any means yeah. but it just looks very fucking similar i've not seen sarah and duck so i'll, I'll google oh, it you're missing, and... you're missing out it's awesome where is it on the scale of pepper pig to postman pat oh it's like fucking you no know, um citizen kane and the godfather compared to pepper pig Okay, so this is, you know, that's that's a scale I'm sure you can all relate to out there, listeners. We don't need numerical. We don't need to assign an arbitrary numerical value to anything on this no, show. No, no. Is it Peppa Pig or Postman Pat? Which is it? Um, so what's it called? Sarah Quack? No, I called Sa- it Sarah, Sarah Quack, and Pat, Duck. Didn't I? Sarah and Duck, that's it. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, also, I've... by the way, Postman Pat is bollocks as well. The new one is? I'm not having you fucking slate the old oh, one. Oh, no, the new one. I haven't seen I haven't seen the original for years. But the new one, A, he should be fired. B, he should be in prison for male tampering. And C, I'm fairly sure he hasn't got a helicopter, hovercraft, or plane license. Jesus Christ, she looks like salad fingers. This is Sarah from Sarah and Duck. Sorry, I'm, I'm, not, I, I, I'm not just randomly... <laughs> I don't know salad fingers. I'm... Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's quite scary for a children's cartoon. Um, quite, quite dark, isn't it? Yeah, I like the duck though. The duck's cool. Duck uh, oh, yeah, Sarah... I've, I've seen Sarah Sarah Fingers. That's yeah. Sarah and Duck, listeners. <laughs> 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 Told you this was going everywhere. Um, so where were we? Right, Burton esque. Yeah. yeah. So there's things like like the color palette. You know, we've got the stripy sandworms. We've got, but then what I feel they they miss that Burton does quite a lot is they they miss the slightly skewed perspective that Burton yes. uses a lot. Yeah. Okay. Burton plays with perspective a hell of a lot. Um, almost as much as he plays with with sort of that two tone color palette and, the, and yeah. the sort of extreme light and shadow of it, all he plays with perspective a lot, and that's missing, and that's what really makes it feel wrong to me. Yeah, I think. yeah, maybe that's the thing that that looks off with it. I, I can't, I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but maybe it is that. It's definitely the perspective. Yeah, well, maybe if you think of, and I mean, again, like they, I'm sure there were comics and shit as well at one point, and. They did. You no, know, they had the gags whereby you know the, the the door being so far away, and when he went tries to step through it, he can only get his hand through because it's so fucking small. You know, because it's it's not the perspective; it's actually the size of the door. And there's, you know, there's lots of gags like that. Um, and yeah, maybe that is what's missing. I'm not sure. It's definitely part of it. And then, like you say, I think it's also that that Beetlejuice is just slightly off. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it, I mean, Beetlejuice, as you said, Beetlejuice had a purpose. Beetlejuice had a mission. Be, no, Beetle, Beetlejuice had agency in the film. Whereas here, he's kind of like that drunk uncle who makes who makes the kids laugh, but the adults all go, "Oh fuck, shut up." Yeah, um, there's just something weird about it. Um, now, you know, having said all of that, then for everything that's wrong like that with perspective and stuff being off on it, then we get a Danny Elfman score. Yes, and that straight away conjures up the kind of the right feel from the film and everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if nothing else, this you know, as far as the theme tune goes here, I mean, it is the Beetlejuice theme basically, but um, it's not like it's not going to be in our top ten TV themes or anything. There's no words you can sing or anything like that, but it's fucking phenomenal as orchestral themes go. Yeah, 
probably the best we've had in terms of just a pure orchestral theme. Uh, but then probably. I, I, but then I would say that because like fuck me, Danny Elfman's basically the score to my life. You know, people. <laughs> You can keep John Williams. It's Danny Elfman for me all the fucking way. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm always going to be a, a mark for that sort of thing. Um, but it's, I feel like it should be the most Burton esque thing, and I keep using that word, but everybody knows what I mean when I say yeah. Burton esque. Should be like the most Burton esque thing that could be on TV, and yet to me, like this is less Burton even than Batman animated, which isn't Burton at all, just based on it. Yeah, um, but that has that period look, and that mimics the film very well. This, yeah. this tries to go its own way, which I respect. But just like the second season of Bill and Ted, it's like it just doesn't quite stick it. it, it yeah, it just, just doesn't quite doesn't, link. It doesn't feel right. No, yeah, and I, I put a big part down to the complete lack of agency. I, I think, I think yeah. a lot of the ingredients there. I think Beetlejuice the character is off, but we understand that because they need to water him down for kids. So I understand that he's still likable as a character. He's still Beetlejuice. Lydia, I don't think is needed um, at all. I no, don't even because, know why I she's mean, there. I think. I mean, I think the purpose that you had you had Lydia in the film, and no, Lydia was our cipher. Um, no, Lydia was our bridge, and then they've kind of gone. Oh well, yeah, we can use that, but they don't really need it. They'd be better off building a world around Beetlejuice. Around Beetlejuice, yeah. Now in the film, it's different because we've got like ninety minutes, two hours, whatever it is. I think it's a fairly short film, actually. Beetlejuice, yeah, it's like ninety odd minutes. That's what's pushing ninety, pushing ninety, I think. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we need because the first experience we've had of it as well. We, yeah, we need Lydia to bring us in. She's our cipher. This is a TV show and a kid's TV show at that. So we don't need a cipher to bring us in. We just like this is Beetlejuice and he's our cipher to the neither world. Yes. And that's your show. Yeah. Or this is Beetlejuice and he gets rid of humans. And that's your show. But what yeah. it can't really be is this is Lydia and she's friends with Beetlejuice who lives in the neither world. Yeah. And here's all Beetlejuice's friends. I, what? Yeah, huh? it's, it's what's not going necessary. on? Um, and then I think by the time they got to the fourth season, um, they got to they got to realizing actually maybe they need to do something a little bit different because I mean the the first three seasons were twenty nine episodes total. the The fourth season was uh, sixty five episodes, but wow. most of those were film parodies. Now that see that. I can I can get on board with that. They, they, Beetlejuice is a character that you can use to do things like that quite easily. Yeah. And so they do. Beetle, no, Beetlejuice play, plays Grim Diana Bones, for example. Yeah, that yeah, that, Be- that sort of shit. You can that that'll work. You can get away with that. Beetle, Beetlejuice is a showman. Yeah. Like so, that, so that works. That's yeah. I can see that working the same way the Muppet Babies works. That, yeah. Like, uh, but at least that gives the show kind of personality and character outside of here's a kid's version of a thing that kids already love and yeah. are watching anyway. And like, I, I distinctly remember like Beetlejuice as a film was, was huge in school when yeah. I was in school, you know, yeah. just because he, because he grabs his nuts for somebody like everybody loved the fact that he grabs his nuts. Like the yeah. amount of kids that used to walk around going honk honk was just, <laughs> and it's the most childish, immature yeah. thing to get attached but to. But funny enough, that's what kids are like. Well, yeah, when you're like, like childish, immature it, things because they're childish it's, and immature. Yeah, it's fucking funny to grab your nuts and make a honking sound. Yeah, like fuck, I do it now. <laughs> yeah, just don't do it with boobies because that gets you arrested. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's fucking funny. So I don't know the, your own boobies. I mean, you can do your own boobies. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just don't do it with other people's boobies or other people's nuts, for that matter, because that probably also gets you arrested and punched. Yeah, I was say uh, or beaten up. In fact, not that grabbing boobies shouldn't get you punched. I'm going to stop talking about grabbing boobies before I come off like Donald Trump. 
Um, I think you've got a ways to go before you uh, hit, that, hit that particular rock bottom. Uh, I fucking hope so. Um, <laughs> shit, where the fuck was I? <laughs> I can't even remember. Um, grabbing nuts. Grabbing nuts. But how did I get to grabbing nuts? All oh, right, because children like Beetlejuice anyway. So, yeah. kind of the, they're like the the need, like the watering down of this kind of just cheapens it and cheapens everything that the kids liked about it in the first place. So you're trying to sell it to a younger audience who it's probably a fairness. Even this cartoon is probably just a little bit too freaky for because it, yeah. it can fucking get there. Like it, it is still yeah. quite dark. There are ghosts and shit like proper yeah. ghosts and skeletons. I mean, even and stuff. even like some of the very, very, very first jokes you had in the first episode where he's on about, like he wants to buy Lydia a present, but he's flat broke. So he turns himself into a plate and then drops on the floor and smashes. Mm. Because a I, lot of a lot of his humor is based on the fact that you know, he will make a joke and then become the joke. Now that got fucking old really fast as well. Yeah, it did. I mean, really by the time I got to, fast. I say, I think I was about mid with the second episode. I'm thinking, right, okay, this is really fucking great on me now. Yeah, um, because it's so, it's so easy and it's so lazy. And yeah. I, I know you have to think of the joke and you no, know, and that that's no. writing jokes, especially for a, for a character like this, which is going to be joke, 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 joke all the way through. That no, that's an art form. That's a skill. But then to double down on that and make the same joke twice, but by by turning it into a visual gag of a, a gag you've already made, that's just fucking lazy. Yeah, and it's annoying. And it's, there are gone. I was going to say it's it's done to take up time. It's it's done to drag yeah. you through, to drag you through the episode. So instead because of, there's no story there. Yeah. So instead of having an episode that's twenty two minutes, you've actually got an episode that's probably fifteen minutes and the same jokes repeated. Yeah, but having said all of that. For, for every bad joke, and it's what I said about it being inconsistent, just like mm. for every bad episode, there was a good one. For every bad joke, there were some that had me absolutely fucking howling. Like when it hits the mark, it's really fucking funny. Yeah. Really fucking funny. Um, and some of it, like I said, it is, and we haven't had one of these for a while. There is a fair bit of subversive humor in there as oh, well. Yeah, so it, it is it is there. It's yeah. just that on the surface, it very much is playing to children. Yes. Um, and, I, and I feel like to really nail the tone, they needed to just skew slightly older. I yeah, think. I think so. I think they did. But I mean, the problem is that you skew slightly older, and the 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 demographic you're aiming for aren't necessarily watching kids' TV anymore. And they, they if if they're in, they'll catch it. But you know, if they're out playing and doing stuff with their mates, they ain't gonna stay in for it. And I but think I that's think, the problem. I think I think the thing is though, especially kids, by skewing slightly older. Like you may not get that teenage demographic, but what you are a hundred percent going to get then is the ten to twelve year olds. Yeah, I think it's really fucking funny when somebody grabs their nuts and goes honk honk, but you don't go for that, so you don't get it. So yeah. instead, they're just watching Beetlejuice pratfall and stuff, and they're like, yeah. yeah, I mean, they'll still watch it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, but it's not Beetlejuice. It. But I mean, realistically, you can watch Scooby Doo do that. You can um, you can watch exactly. Elmer pratfall. You don't need no. You don't need another character, especially one like Beetlejuice, who is that no, who is that much more than the sum of its parts, that no, yes. you, to, to to waste him on pratfalls and you no know, jokes about his eye, you no know, there was one where his eye fell out and rolled away and he had to go you know, he had to go looking for it. And they actually did it in one of the Toy Story films, um, whereby Mrs. Potato had lost an eye and she covered the good eye. She could see where she yeah. was looking with the other eye. They did the same thing here. So that, that you had a, a Beetlejuice eye view of Beetlejuice looking for his eye. That's um, interesting because this probably predates that in Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, because that was Toy Story two, I think. It was, I think. Toy yeah, might have even been three actually. I think it was two, but I yeah. wouldn't swear by it. But I mean, two was two thousand one ish. Yeah, that sounds about right. Two thousand one, two thousand two, something like yeah. that. I think it was. I think it was when I started uni, so that would have been two thousand one. Um, but yeah, so I mean, no, that's not 
that sort of thing. Yeah, the, the joke is funny, but it's not good. It's not. It's not a Beetlejuice joke for this show. No, that, that you could have got away with that in the film because yeah. it's so fucking weird and so fucking right and a little bit gross as eye comes out. But in a kids' cartoon, it it just doesn't have any. No, it doesn't have any weight to it. No, uh, nineteen ninety nine, incidentally. Oh, earlier than I thought. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that down in. Oh, damn, fuck that. Way earlier than I thought. Uh, that's what IMDb says. So maybe that was America. Maybe it came later here because I remember going to see that in my first year of uni. Possibly. I don't know. Not important. Off topic. Yeah. Um, Who us? Never. Yeah, don't believe we would go off topic. So, so yeah, I, I think you're right. I, you know, there, there are gags like that, which are obviously good enough for Pixar to fucking nick. Um, or look, not nick. That's one of those zeitgeisty things that just yeah, they yeah. probably happened to... Because this would have been, I guess, Toy Story would have been at least in in the writing phase at that point, wouldn't it? Uh, well, no, because Toy no. Story wouldn't have been out. So Toast no. one was would no. was what ninety five. So I mean this was yeah, well yeah. before that. Well before, yeah. So maybe they did nick it. Um maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I mean it, it's 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 quite an obvious joke when you have a uh, when you have a character with detachable eyes. What can you what can you do with that? That's funny. Same with you no know, same with detachable ears. You can leave them places and listen in to stuff. I mean that's the thing, he's got detachable everything, isn't he? That I mean that's part of the problem as well, is that he's completely infallible, isn't he? Because everything detaches, yeah. he can turn into anything. The only weakness he's got is the sand snakes. Yeah. Uh, which for some inexplicable reason render him incapable of doing magic. Yeah. Because he gets Go scared. Um, uh, yeah, it just it just didn't click with me this. And it's a shame because like I said, like individually there are moments. There are definitely moments and there are gags and Again, you know, the fact that it's Beetlejuice and it's slightly fucked up and stuff as well. I'm I'm all about that and I'm all about the aesthetic of it, but it just doesn't it's so inconsistent. Like the Neitherworld looks great. Yeah. But then for every time you look at the Neitherworld and think it looks great, you you get like a shitty scene in our world that, that goes nowhere, or you you look at Beetlejuice and see how like weirdly out of proportion he is. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't as a kid I definitely like this, but it's not clicking with me now and maybe you're right no. maybe it's just because like as an adult now and with video on demand and stuff as well and i've got the blu-ray there as well anyway i'm like look if i want to watch beetlejuice i can watch beetlejuice, beetlejuice. so why why do i put this cartoon on like yeah. what, what, what possible reason is it whereas as a kid you know it was more difficult to access stuff like this um unless it was going to be played on itv or bbc and it had tons of fucking adverts in you didn't necessarily have access to beetlejuice yeah so if you're watching the cartoons that's that's your Beetlejuice right there. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I was, I just didn't take to it. I mean, to me, as I remember really liking this show, me and my brother used to watch it whenever, no, if it was on, we'd, no, we'd make a point of watching it. Um, and yeah, like I, I remember, like for some reason, I, I can't put my finger on I remember a really fucking skinny, really pointed, really sort of jagged, really angular version of Beetlejuice. Now, whether that's in a particular episode, I don't know, but I mean, when I, as soon as I put it on, I was like, "Oh, right, okay." I don't remember looking at that. And then, as I said, the 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 gags and the, the repeated gags where they you know they sort of double down on on the on the, the spoken by by animating it, that got old really quickly. And the drawing didn't look right. And yeah, I mean, Lydia didn't. I didn't see the point of Lydia, but she didn't play right. The mother didn't play right because, I mean, don't get me wrong, the mother in the film was as annoying and as energetic and as lively but there was a bit of there was a bit of anger there was a bit of an edge whereas this one she's just an eternal optimist and mm. it just doesn't translate and i think that the problem with that is that unless you were using that as your your antagonist for beetlejuice 
and his mission is to somehow bring her down how you know in some sort of way there's no point to it and she again the you have the character of Beetle, the character of Beetlejuice, you have the character of Lydia, and then everybody else is just kind of filler, and that's not what it needs to be. Then they need to be far more rounded and far more formed, and actually do something in the course of the show. Because for you know, for all these characters you have, and there are a lot of characters in this show. Mm. They just don't fucking do anything. No, but they're great. The characters are great. They just don't use my like I said. I think I think Jacques is great. The French scandal. Yeah. I think the, the the tap dancing spider. That's is the one really I was cool. going to say. I never, can't remember the name, but that's the one I was going to say. Was yeah, I can't spider. think of her name either. But she's really cool. And I like these characters. All have things. You know, they all have things about them. But they're but never they used. No. Um, it's like the monster next door as well. I think he's a really cool character. He's got kind of a sort of southern drawl, like a Tex Avery mm. kind of thing going on. Yeah. Um, but. But they just don't, don't use it. No. And, and that's the frustrating thing, because obviously they've gone out of their way to design and write these characters. And like somebody has designed them, somebody's drawn them, they've, you know, they've, they've put them in episodes. But they, they are there, by and large, to advance the Beatles and Lydia story of that week. Which, not, it's not even, there's no, no, there's no any sort of overarching narrative. It's just that, it's just week to week. And whichever one of them pops up this week will push that story to its, its conclusion. And yeah. then we won't see them again. And it's really frustrating because there's so much they could have done with that. And I think that for me, were I to be making this show or we to be making this show, I'd be saying, look, the, you know, this is what we need to focus on. We need to focus on the world that we don't inhabit, the things we don't understand, that we don't see, yep. and how they impact on the human world. Yes. Yeah, that, definitely. You know, that's a far better and a far better use of the character and all these other characters, these monsters and, all, and ghosts and things that you've made. That they can they can impact and they can influence, but we don't know why. Sort Give them the, something to do. Yeah, sort of the reverse of our real monsters, where it's yeah. like our real monsters is about them coming to terms with what the human world is. This needs to be about humans coming to terms with what the neither world is. Yeah. Um. But it, but it's not that at all. And then so yeah, there's there's definitely there's those weird narrative inconsistencies. And like I said, it is it is the style as well, whereby. And actually, I think the animation is is really fucking good. I think it's just fucking top draw. In fact, I think the animation is yeah. excellent, especially the amount of transformation and stuff that Beetlejuice needs to do. I think the animation is really fucking good. But again, there are moments where, like in the real world, it's got this slightly kind of Americana vibe to it. And okay, yes. fine, that's what it looks like. But then, as soon as you go to the neither world, it and I, and I mentioned it with the monster next door earlier on, it just looks like a kind of Tex Avery cartoon, that kind of Looney Tunes kind yeah. of wb kind of look yeah uh, and and you just think like you know that old-fashioned look then it's, it's not disney it's just looney yeah. tunes or hannah barbera it's got that kind of yeah and again that's the proportion thing yeah but it's not the proportion that that burton would use because it's not skewed enough and that's yeah. that's where it kind of goes wrong for me like i feel like everything needs to be jagged and off center and weird yeah. and it's not no, it's, so it's, it's, saying, all, it's all this? too normalised, isn't it? And I mean, yeah, and that loses <clears throat> atmosphere then very, very yeah. quickly. And like, you know, if you think of the, um, like, you think of the film in particular, like, um, and obviously we're not talking about the film, but the the house is very dark. It's very grim. It's, you know, the I can't remember their name, but they, you've had the couple have died, and it's been left on. No, it's been left for a while, so you know, the, everything's quite dark. It's quite musty. You get a sense of dust, and you know, the the house has a bit of character to it. In this, obviously, we're set after the film whereby Lydia knows Beetlejuice and then the family been there for a while, so it's you know, it's all been cleaned up and tight. And it just looks... It's my problem with the, with the Star Wars prequels as well. Everything looks too shiny. Yeah, I go with that, like it, yeah. It doesn't look like it fits the theme. And, like, with... I mean, with those, obviously, we you know 
looking at Star Wars, the stuff in the original trilogy has been through a galactic civil war, so they're pockmarked and damaged and dirty and all the rest of it. Whereas pre-war, it's all clean and nice and new and shiny, and yeah, I get that. But that's kind of the effect that they've got here, whereby you know, everything, it's very two-tone. You know, you, everything is very black outline and solid block of colour. There's no yeah. texture, there's no nuance, there's no shading. Um, and then when you, even when you get into the world, it's there's not it's not quite there. Again, you get these two-tone colour pa- uh, uh, patterns and it just it, it doesn't quite match what it needs to. It just looks a bit too if anything, it looks a bit too Marmaduke. You know, it's just, um, here's a block of colour and here's another block of colour. Yeah, and there's does. no subtlety to it. No, no, I think you're right. Uh, I think that's that's exactly what I was trying to say, actually. You know, aside from the perspective, it, it is definitely that. There is, there's no shade of grey there, is there? There's no. all... And, and, and don't get me on Burton, as I was saying earlier on, there are, there are extremes of colour in his palettes as well. Yeah. Um, but they are, they're almost always deliberately contrasting yeah, colours. Yeah, as, as I said, it's a stylistic choice. Yeah. So like the, um, the, the purple and green sand snakes, for example. You don't yes. put, generally put purple and green together unless you're doing tartan. Yes, which exactly. Which is just fucking wrong anyway. Yeah. Um, or like Beetlejuice's suit itself, you know, the, the harsh black and white pinstripe of it. Or, yes. Yeah. You know, and the big, chunky, bold sort of swaths of black and white as well. Yeah. Not, you know, it's not... Yeah, it's not subtle at no, all. No, no. Whereas this... It, again, it's very deliberate. It's very stylized. Whereas this doesn't do that, as you say. It goes for a much safer block of colour approach. Yeah. Um, and, and look, part of that might even have been due to TV standards of the day as well. You were limited to what you could put in a broadcast signal. Um, so it could have been things weren't color safe and things like that. There's all maybe. sorts of reasons yeah, for maybe. it, I'm sure. Um, but nevertheless, it, it does have a negative effect on the product. There's no doubt in my mind about that. And then, you know, then there are these bits, again, with it trying to be like the film. And, and you mentioned it right back at the start. There's a bit... Like, at least once an episode where, where BJ will deliberately... I'm going to start calling him BJ because I like saying BJ. Will deliberately break the fourth wall. Um, and occasionally it works. 90% of the time. Yeah, if I was going to say, more, more often than not, it falls flat on his face. But it's just because, like, he never really <coughs> broke the fourth wall in the film, but he did address camera from time to time. Yeah, um, it, it is a difficult one. And I, I get why they've done it and say they've they've tried to keep aspects of the character in that they can get away with um whereas other things they wouldn't know they know they wouldn't get away with so they've just tried to do away with them and so they've they've commuted the lascivious lecherous of ugly or older man they've watered that down to being gross and childish yes because that's what they're where they needed to be um but yeah it's just i don't know i was quite disappointed i've got to be honest coming into that coming out of this uh i was too um but only in as much i think as I remembered it being much closer yeah. to actual Beetlejuice. So I yeah. think I'm disappointed because I was looking for something else. I don't feel like, despite all we've said about it not really having a hook and stuff like that, mm. I don't feel like it's a particularly bad product. No, no. I don't, I, no. You know, I would say it, <clears throat> occasionally it's very, very funny. Most of the time it's not, but occasionally it is very, very funny. We've certainly watched a lot worse. It's well animated. The voice talent is all good. The characters are good. You know, it it's all fine. It's just that, and I guess this is an us thing more than anything else, but it's just not Beetlejuice. That, that's it. And I, mean, I think, I mean, as I said, I've, I, I, I watched, I've so probably watched four episodes. There's probably eight sections. Um, the majority of them being early hours this morning when I was fucking knackered and not really capable of doing a lot of thought. But yeah, I mean, I was, I was expecting it to be something else. 
and so immediately you know when you had the 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 the, the proportions being off the dimensions being off the the voice is no the voice is pretty much there but it's not quite right but then straight away he's breaking the fourth wall there were just all these things i was like you know what i can't be asked you know it's it's not it's not what i remember it's not what i expected it to be and i think that when you are that closely related to a product when where you are the cartoon version of or the, you are the cartoon follow-on from a film you need there at least to be something that keeps people interested and i think that was the problem i had is i just didn't care and i was just i was just thinking you know what fuck it yeah i've got other you i've need, got other stuff to watch and other things to read and yeah you you need to preserve the soul of the product is the yeah. thing and i and i'm i'm totally up for adaptation i'm totally up for it not being the same beetlejuice yeah, as yeah. there is in the film and stuff and it's just like the, the ghostbusters are not the same ghostbusters and slimer's not the same slimer and all that's fine that's adaptation and it needs to be its own thing okay i don't i don't want just an animated version of the film but it, it needs to preserve the soul of it yes. and i feel like what what they've done here is gone about 50% of the way to getting that and then gone, ah, but we'll get Burton as a producer and we'll slap his name on it and we'll get a Danny Elfman score and we'll chuck down it and it'll all be gravy. It'll look right, it'll sound right and it'll be okay. Whereas actually, yes, it sounds right. It definitely sounds right. Yeah, it doesn't look right though. It doesn't fucking look right. It doesn't look right, it doesn't sound right because the character, the the, the voice isn't, and I don't mean the, the physical voice, I mean the character's voice, the character's perspective, none of that matches. No, you mean the character's inner voice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you, yeah, and the, you the are narrative. right there. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, he's, they kind of turn him into this kind of cuddly, friendly, hobo next door kind of character. Yeah. Whereas he's, he needs to, and, and he's re- physically repulsive, whereas he actually needs to be completely and utterly repulsive. Yeah, That's, he needs to be morally repugnant. The, the joy of Beetlejuice, the character in the film, is that he is, as you say, utterly morally repugnant. He is that guy that will just say what he's thinking without, like no thought process whatsoever think it say it yeah. doesn't care about the consequences think it say it he's just an absolute asshole in the yeah. worst possible way but he's kind of a lovable asshole yeah and because that's, that's that's it and we just don't get that here no I, we just get a disgusting hobo <laughs> he's, the, the, he's a hobo the, yeah like the other problem i have is that like in in the film with michael keaton he does narrate his own fucking brain yeah, you know he he thinks out loud all the time, and that's that's fine. It's a character thing, but he does it, and it follows a. But there's a particular sort of not quite stream of consciousness, but there's very much um, a disjointed way of thinking that you, you know, if you struggle, you can just about keep it you know, keep track of. But night, no, he will be talking. No, he will be talking about something, and then you, know, you have the squirrel moment. Where's it? Yeah, and you'll get that straight. No, you don't get that in in the car in in the cartoon in the show because it's just there's lots of rambling and there's lot under the breath and that sort of stuff, but it doesn't. It's it's almost as if they're doing it for the sake of doing it. They don't have a reason to do it, or they don't have a need to do it, and it doesn't say anything. It's it's partly that I think you're right. It's partly that they, they don't need to do it and it doesn't say anything. I think it's also partly, uh, and and this is this is credit to both the medium and the performance. I think there is. There is something about just Michael Keaton's magnetism that allows oh, that to work. And that doesn't translate into animation. There is Michael Keaton when, and let's not forget, like for the for the majority of his career, Michael Keaton's been a, a comedic leading man. Okay, yes. we all think of him as Batman. Yeah. yeah. But he's not, he does more comedy than anything. And he's fucking great at it. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's a very, very funny actor. And yeah what his fucking smile when it's used 
properly, he's got a fucking million dollar shit eating grin. Like he I don't has. know anybody that can do a shit eating grin better. Yeah. And, and Beetlejuice be... is him doing that at his best. I was going to say, when you, you couple that with the makeup and sort of the grotesque and all the rest of it, that looks fucking amazing. It does. And, it, and so you'll do that stream of consciousness and then he'll just pull a pose, yeah. smile, raise his eyebrows, and it's like, ta-da, there's, yeah. there's Beetlejuice. Now, they try and do that a lot in the cartoon. Yeah. What they do instead is give him this gross, yellow, toothy grin with gap teeth. But there's no, just... but there, again, I don't know if it's because of the way it's animated or because no, obviously drawn faces aren't going to be as expressive as real faces. But there's no with with Keaton. There's a very much a sense of joy to it. Like when he has yeah. that to that moment, it's like he really fuck, he he's worked for it. He's earned it. And he's going to enjoy it. Yeah. Whereas in the cartoon, it's just like you no, know, I'm going to do it because I'm going to do it. And I have no, I haven't been witty. I haven't been clever. I haven't been funny. I've not shown anything, done anything, proven anything. I'm just going to do it for the sake of it. Because I get to pull a stupid face. So, yeah. So, I think there's two things there. I think you're right. It's it's the animation is what it is. As much as I said, the animation is great. Oh, the um, animation is very good. Don't get me wrong. But that you, you will never they, capture in a drawing no. what you can capture with a human face. No. It will never um, be the same well, because you don't have the same physics and all the rest of it. When it's drawn. No. I mean, no, when, when, when you start getting into mocap and stuff like that and all the sensors and shit, then you start getting into You can recreate a face. But at the moment, uh, when this was made and it was being hand-drawn, you cannot portray the same things you can portray with your actual face. I, I think you can. You just do it in a different way is the problem. What they do here is, again, is try to mimic uh, Keaton's performance, which as much as it's pitched into the stalls and as much as you could argue it's actually an animated performance, um, that's a live actor doing it. Now, when you translate that into animation, if you try and mimic those movements, and this is the same reason why so much mocap looks so fucking dreadful and falls into the uncanny valley, is that mm. those those subtleties just don't translate. If you're going to animate something, they need to animate it. It needs to be massive and it needs to be big and it needs to be bold and it needs to be expressive. And kind of that's what Keaton's going for. But he's doing it in real life, if that makes sense. Mm. So it's still down a notch. Now, when you put that into animation and you try and mimic that, it's then not enough. Mm. So yeah, you, lose, you lose the charm of it because it's just... And it, and they just roll it out like fucking catchphrase comedy as well. It's like yeah. that, that grin keeps coming, you know, it's showtime keeps coming, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice keeps coming. It's just catchphrase comedy all the time. It's yeah. like, you remember this bit from the film? Remember that bit from the film? Here's this one line yeah. there, here's that zinger. Doesn't work then because you're just deploying it on a regular basis, sometimes more than once an episode. Yeah. It's like yeah, that, there were a few of those. There is nothing I fucking hate more than catchphrase comedy. It is just the lowest common denominator. Yeah, I mean, I fucking hate it. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember. Oh fuck! I mean, when when Little Britain first came to TV, that was massive, and there were some bits in there. The first time you saw it, you thought, right, okay, that's that's quite funny. There were some quite entertaining bits, but then by the time you got to a second season, you're like, right, okay, you've done that now. Where no, yeah. where are you going next? And I would no, I would rather get a low key sitcom. Give me the Royal Family. Give me three episodes of that. Or ten years of catchphrase comedy, I will take those three episodes on repeat for ten years. Completely agree. Um, the problem with catchphrase comedy is that it's, it's, it's Little Britain's a prime example as well. It's very funny the first few times. Yeah, very funny. It, it gets all because you you can chore- it, you can you can you can you no know, you can practically choreograph it. You know exactly when it's coming. You know the delivery you're going to get. You know the setup because the setup will be line 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 catchphrase. Yeah, and it, now, it's all, always the same formula, always the same length yeah. of scene. Always the same setup with the same characters. Now, the exception to that, 
and there is one uh, for me, is something like Fast Show, where they actually they nail it to the point where, yes, it's catchphrase comedy a lot of the time, but it kind of becomes more about the situation that's building to that catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it becomes clever. When you know the catchphrase is coming, yeah. but they've worked so fucking hard for it, whereas most catchphrase comedy is just like, ta-da, yeah. there it is. You may as that's well it. just roll the camera, say your line, fuck off. Yeah, we, we we want to get so many skits into an episode, so we're going to use the same setup. And it's, it's the same joke, just with slightly different words. Yeah, exactly. Like, when you look at something like fashion, you look at the drunken old man, for instance, mm. where, like, it got so ridiculous towards the end that you might get a good minute, minute and a half before you get the catchphrase. And he is literally, it's like listening to the fucking aristocrats or something. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's such a masterful performance working up to this, where he sat there for a good minute and a half, just going, what the thing is, foxes, and then the thing is, socks. And then, and then he'll just go, random shit. And yeah. you know and, and it's coming. It. Yeah, you, you know, know, it's you know the punchline is, of course, I was very drunk. Yeah. You, and you know it's coming, but there's a journey to get to it. And yes. as, as you, I mean, there were what nine seasons of the fast show, I think. There was a lot, yeah. By the time you got to the end, I say you were getting these fucking diatribes. They were blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh, fell off the back of a horse, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. broken clavicle, blah, blah, blah. Timbuktu. And yeah. it's like, what the fuck has that got to do with anything? And you, because of the way it's presented, you can't work out how you're going to get to the end. Yeah. And even where you had like um, John Thompson and Jazz Club and stuff like that, yes, you knew it was coming, but the. They worked very hard to sell so much before it. You almost forgot it was coming. You forgot yes. where it was going. Yeah. Whereas something like Little Britain or, or this, then to bring it back yeah. on topic, like yeah. as soon as the scene starts, you're like, right, that's where this is going. Yeah. You just know instantly, and there's no effort to get to it either. It's no. It's just like right. you can you can almost straight away you could just you may as well trot Beetlejuice out. And and to be fair, they. They pretty much do for eleven minutes. They just like say this line, now say this line, now this is yeah. ah, we'll throw yeah, a fucking it. story around it somewhere. It'll yeah, be fine. fine. Whereas, you know, if the episode was more about him building up to saying it's showtime or building up to making them dance or whatever, then at least that kind of that feels earned, is what yeah. I'm saying, I guess. Yeah, that's and, it, and, yeah. and it doesn't here. Yeah. So preferences about catchphrase comedy shows aside, uh, there was <laughs> a, there was a point there. Um, and as always, listeners, if I'm wrong about that and you really fucking love Little Britain and hate the fast show, then bring it on. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I've, I've, don't get me wrong. There were for a, for a while, Little Britain, Little Britain kind of talk, and I, I I did get to a point. I was like, okay, well, yeah, no, there's some bits I like, and they did they did keep introducing new characters when they started introducing, like they brought in fucking Ting Tong, the mail order bride, and shit like that. So, I, and I know they're doing they're doing it ironically, but it just doesn't land that way. No, no. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Matt, Matt Lucas, I think, is a tremendous comedian. David Williams, I think, is quite talented as a writer as well. And they knew what they were doing, but it just didn't land for me. Um, Tone I mean, deaf is the problem. Yeah, and especially now when they tried to fucking recreate it. Yeah, um, which made it even worse. But yeah, it's just I don't know. I think the the problem with that type of comedy and so bringing it back to Beetlejuice with with that as well is that you just don't you don't appreciate the you know effort has gone the same as anything effort has gone into making it but it just drags you away you know that type of comedy and repeated and repeated and repeated it drags you away from all that effort to the point where it sort of turns you off from it yeah Yeah, it's it's lazy lazy. it's lazy and that and as i say that not to not to bang on about too much that for me anyway was always the difference with the fast show was it wasn't it wasn't a quick gag no it was they sometimes um, it would be in the end 
yeah, it would be in over the course of an episode sometimes. They cut back to a skit two or three times before yeah. delivering the punchline. Yeah. Um, and Especially the Carolyn Hearn and um, Arabella Weir ones as well. They spend a lot of time yeah. with them doing that. Yeah. And, and so that that you kind of give it a pass. And it, like I say, it, it almost becomes like a version of the Aristocats. I think it, it's yes. just like, it's how long can we string this out yeah. before we go, I get my coat? Like, yeah. it, it, like, how long can you possibly string that out? Yeah. And it, that becomes funny in itself because you're waiting for the punchline. But that doesn't happen here. And it, but it does feel like that's the kind of thing they go in for. Like, the, here's yeah. a bunch of shit and he's going to hit these lines and you're all going to laugh. Yeah. And then that'll be that. And I guess as a kid, I guess that's fine. I think it, but I think it's very specifically fine if you're a kid that watched and loved Beetlejuice, of which yeah. today's children aren't so no. i don't know what the equivalent is for them i don't think that maybe deadpool the cartoon i don't know it's probably the closest i don't know i've not sitting there watched it what deadpool oh no i didn't mean i didn't mean there's actually one that's, that's I, what I, meant. I, I was going to say i've not seen the cartoon yeah so i've seen deadpool yeah no but i'm saying like that's probably the closest translation you can get where you just wheel him out get him to do the shit from the film but it, again in a very watered down way because it's entirely not kid friendly yeah same as beetlejuice yeah yeah that would work you know, so yeah, that's what threw me. I think I'm, I've not seen it. No, yet. no, 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 no. I mean, there might be one if there is. I that don't would know be either. Also, if there is, yeah. I don't think wouldn't. there is. I don't think there is. Yeah. No. Um, but anyway, off talk again. <laughs> Fucking hell, we are all over the shop. That's fine. Nobody will notice. What I'm trying to say, <laughs> in so many words, uh, and it's taken me an hour to get to this, is that I feel this is lazy. <laughs> that's. <laughs> That's basically it. I could have just said that at the top of the show. Um, yeah, we could have been done like 55 minutes ago. Yeah. For me, <laughs> this feels lazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I as I, I, I sort of alluded to it earlier on, this feels like they've just rolled out a film property that they, no, with Ghostbusters, with the, the, the Mask was another one which followed in the vein of this one it, you know, because the, the film was so anarchic. It just didn't, it couldn't possibly live up to it by being a kid's product. Mm. Um. And they were both, even when you went into the, like the mask sequels and stuff like that, um, they were the same because they were trying to pitch to a lower audience. They were trying to pitch for a, a family friendly audience. So like you know, Son of the Mask and stuff like that just didn't work. Never um, watched them. Got no interest whatsoever. Um, awful. No, they are. And like you know, my shtick. You know, if I haven't seen it, heard it, read it, I won't rag on it. Yeah, too yeah much. fair enough. Um, so I've watched them, and now I can fucking rail on them. And I think maybe there's a better than Mario in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's it's just. You're right, it's lazy. It's like they've gone, we have a film that's popular, so let's just regurgitate that week on week on week, and it'll be fine because it'll sell because people like the original product. And they've not, like, no, they, they've put an effort into making it, and I appreciate that. And I, no, I will never rag on anybody for, getting a pro, for making a product and getting them and getting it out there. But it's just not, it doesn't live up to, and it doesn't deserve the name it gets, and it doesn't deserve the, the, the kudos it would have got just for having the Beetlejuice name on it. Yeah, I agree. And I think actually this is pretty fondly remembered as its own yeah. property. As I say, I I was quite looking forward to going back and watching it. I was saying that that's the Beetlejuice voice to me, weirdly. Mm. Um, and yeah, but I was... I was fucking close anyway, to be honest. It's very close. I, I was looking forward to going back and watching this. Um, we really should know better because we always get disappointed. And <laughs> yeah, the more we, more we look forward to something, the worse it is. Yeah, this one really, this one really did feel like a blow, though. I'll this be honest. One, for me, it didn't. For me, it just felt like it was a disappointment. But I was just like, oh, right, okay, I'm just a bit deflated now. I'm just like, 
I I didn't. I didn't go into it thinking it was going to be. I went to it thinking I was going to enjoy it because I remember enjoying it as a kid, and it's Beetlejuice, so it should be fine. But I just, I just kind of went, oh, all right, then. that's that then. Yeah, I think it's even harder coming off the back of Rent a Ghost, which yeah, I fucking I loved absolutely. I had a fucking blast watching that, and it was so lovely and so nice and just so just genuinely wholesome. And then you come to this, which is just snot and armpits and farts it's it's not armpits fart and cashing in yeah and it doesn't go far enough with that stuff that's the problem if it went if you're gonna do it go all in be ren and stimpy if you if if that's what you're going for then 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 do it ren and stimpy if if you're gonna yeah so if you're gonna do it commit to it be yeah be the thing you're trying to be don't pussyfoot around it and think oh well you know when we're yeah it's okay but we're all right we're okay we're we're treading that line between no between completely moving off the character and being of moving off the film and making the character something different which you, know, you can do you can you can evolve a character that's fine but as long as you keep the the, the so they said they keep the soul of it you keep the heart of the character but with this they kind of just went oh yeah no we don't want to go too far so we'll just dial it right back to a point where we don't actually do anything or achieve anything yeah Having said all of that, made a fuck ton of money, didn't it? And ran for a long time. So Well yeah, around four years and ninety five episodes, so you know, clearly we're wrong. Well I don't know. I mean but look, I loved it back in the day. I did. Well, I, I yeah, liked... that, that's it. So But I mean again, there's probably there's a reason why it probably hasn't been repeated that much. Yeah, I would agree. Uh Apart and, from and licensing issues. And there's definitely a, fortune. Yeah, there's definitely a reason why, you know, people of our age now who grew up with it are not like you know, they're not seeking it out like we did well, with say that's the you look at He-Man and Thundercats and Transformers, they're on fucking DVD, they're on fucking Blu-ray, they're on streaming. Yeah, nobody's Where's, looking for this. Nobody's nobody's gone out of their way to look. And th- no, there's nine on a hundred episodes of this. Nobody's so even going out of their way for this in the same that same way that they would go out of their way for say Bill and Ted's or the Back yeah. to the Future fucking cartoon. Oh you know? fuck yeah, I've never seen but, it. Still never seen it. But I mean, Bill and Ted probably had a big spike because of the. You know, there's, there's always been, you know, there's always been talk of a of a, a third film, and obviously that's just come out. Um, but so, I mean, that will have had a, a a steady stream of interest just because they were always talking about rehashing it and bringing it out again. Um, but yeah, this just doesn't feel like it's it, it cares. It just feels like, it's like, well, yeah, we've got Beetlejuice the name. We've got the character. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. That's exactly what it feels like. It's a shame because Beetlejuice is a fucking great character. Yeah. I mean, when we did Raccoons way back when and when we, you know, we've done other stuff and I've been disappointed because I've wanted them to be so much more. This one, I was just didn't care. I was just like, you know what? Yeah, yeah I would agree. I was a bit meh. I think meh is what it is. I, I can't say I hate this. Like I no, said, there, it's, there it's were moments not... that were really funny. Yeah, that, um, that's right. There were, there were moments that were really good and there were moments that I thought, you know what? I need to give this more credit. I need to give it more time. But then you, I don't for, want to. For, for every one of those, there were five where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I can't be asked. I've got other shit to do. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. Like, I think you're right. I think it might grow on you a little bit. Um, like, if, like a tumor. Like a tumor, yeah. If you put the effort in and you put the time in. But fucking hell. Like, we got how many ghost stories to watch ready for next week? And fucking Game nine of Thrones. And, you know, like. And, like, lives and shit as well. Yes. Like, no. Fucking hell. No. I haven't got the. Like, like I say, my, my barometer of late for this show has been if it feels like it's work, then it's not very good. Yeah, it's not Rent a Ghost, it. I was watching at every possible opportunity. Like, if I had 20 minutes spare, I was watching it while I was doing the ironing, for instance. Like, yeah, what now, for ironing? 
Oh, I know. I mean, I, look, I, I quite enjoy ironing because it gives me an excuse to like put some DC shows on and I can pretend I'm being productive for like two and a half, three hours whilst I'm actually just watching Arrow or something. I love um, when I'm cooking. I just have my iPad next to uh, next when I'm when I'm chopping yeah. stuff. And it right. takes me an inordinate, an, uh, absolutely inordinate amount of time to chop stuff because yeah, I'm well, not fucking chopping it. I'm watching TV. You need to wash your hands with that shit, dude. Says me, who's using a fucking boiling hot iron while, yeah. I'm, while I'm watching it. Um, but like last week... Or week before it would have been actually yeah. no last yeah week before week fucking four. hell I don't even know what day it is um it's I was like do you, know, you know I'm not I'm not gonna bother watching like Flash or Supergirl this week I'm gonna stick Rent a Ghost on so I watched like three or four episodes of Rent a Ghost uh, like mm. that's that's how good that was and I didn't feel like work at all this yeah. I was just like oh, I need to fucking watch more Beetlejuice yeah that was uh, that was me as well and that's why I only got through a couple of episodes I was like you know what I can't be fucking bothered yeah and, and you know I think that's that's a, as valid a a barometer as anything you know at the end of the day the whole point of this show is that we rewatch these things through a critical eye um and if look if it ain't fun then that's that's as valid as us saying this is fucking brilliant yeah um or, or this was this was pretty good but um yeah. whereas actually this has just been like well yeah, if it, be, yeah, if it becomes pets, a chore but... to watch it then it's going to be a chore to do anything else with it as well yeah, and like you say, you pull the ideal comparison, you know, like when we watched the raccoons, that was the same thing. I was just like, this is just fucking hard work. Yeah. This is and I don't think this is that bad, but it was hard fucking work, this. Yeah. And it shouldn't be fucking Beetlejuice. It should have been well, a breeze. Well, that's it. It should it should have been like a twenty minute no, that's every episode should have just been like twenty minutes of hey, great, fantastic. No just gets you know, gets you made to be without really thinking about it. Mm. But actually it was like, oh fuck, right, okay. Yeah. Now, Bill and Ted was that. Bill and Ed was 20 minutes. Of like, it's Bill and Ted fucking around for 20 minutes. It's yeah, fine. That's it. We don't, don't even know where them 20 minutes went. Like, I yeah. spent 20 minutes watching Bill and Ted fuck around. Absolutely fine. This, no. I was, no. Not for yeah, me. No, I, I was the same. Um, as always, if people have thoughts on it, I mean, we, we, we might have completely misread it. I mean, it does happen. Um, not saying we're, no, we're infallible by any means. If people have other opinions, then we'd love to hear them. Um, but yeah, I just don't, I just don't get it. I'm just over it. If I want to watch Beetlejuice, I'll watch a film. Totally agree. Um, but yeah, if, if, if you do disagree, if you want to get in touch and, and uh, have a chat with us about it, you can get us on Twitter at SMPDPod, uh, on Facebook with the Double Down Podcast Network. You can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you'll find previous episodes of this show and other shows as well, which we've mentioned throughout the uh, the episode. Uh, wherever you get your podcast from, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon uh, Music, Give us a like, share, subscribe. We'll get back to you as best we can. Uh, but until next time, see you later. later.